Is it running? Oh, there it goes. Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine, and this is Jeremiah. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good, good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Better week? Better week. Better week. Ah, much better. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Is it uh, hotter out there? I've been hearing it's like 100 degrees out there. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pretty warm. I uh, I did get in the pool yesterday. You have a pool? Yeah. Did I not touch that with you? No, but I'm bringing my suit. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's open. It's ready. It it was full of pollen and leaves there for a little bit, but it's all cleaned up and um, it is it. I got in yesterday. I think I was the first one. No, I think Easter. I think we had people nice. uh, come over, but yeah. We nice. are open for business. Well, good. I'm glad that you are feeling better and uh, you're back on the meds and everything's evened out. Yes, yes. It was a very tough weekend. Very difficult weekend, but um, woke up Monday morning, you know, had been on the pills for a few days. And so it just, it was almost like, Overnight, it was. It was overnight. Sunday was pretty bad, and then over Monday, oh good, good. Able to focus and get some stuff done, and work's been better. So you know, all around, <laughs> doing better. Awesome. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. So yeah, things are pretty quiet around here. So not much to talk about. Nothing really special going on. I'm, I'm gearing up to get to San Antonio. Hopefully That's in the right. next. Uh, couple of weeks we'll be out there so actually it'll be two weeks from yesterday okay uh, yeah the uh, second is when I'm slated to get out there if everything falls into place here that would be yay <laughs> so hey we have another listener by the way uh, one of the people that lives up the street from me uh, she's just a real sweet uh, lady and she and I kind of reconnected and um, I gave her the uh, address Yeah, she subscribed. I don't know where she's listening to us, which podcast she's listening to. But so we have another listener. (laughs) You know, what's what's interesting, and I hadn't I did not share with this with you prior, but let me turn on the super awesome sharing machine here. And if you notice here and I didn't look at it till it was the other day. Um. Like we're getting um, a good number of listeners per episode. Like it says, average is eight. But if we look at the last 30 days, like we're getting 15, 16, 17, 18 plays. Oh, yay. These episodes. Yay. Uh, So, you know, we have people listening. After about a week, the last couple of weeks, not too many, but... It seems like they're catching up if you look at all these here. So Oh yeah, look at that. That's awesome. Yeah, we get people listening. Oh, there was one that has 28. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. See, we prayed for it. We prayed for yeah. people who keep coming and it's gonna happen. I mean, you know, it you know what? God's gonna send whoever he's gonna send, and that's the right. way I look at it. Exactly. And so, you know, I just keep praying that he will keep bringing those who need to hear it. And, you know, we get, maybe you and I will get our heads together and when we meet and start doing a little bit of 
extra stuff. You know, once we're kind of side by side, we can. Yeah, I think that'll help. And uh, there's some, we'll probably be able to do maybe a couple of week here when the summer starts because things are slowing down, it seems like, so. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So anyway, all right. Well, I've, I'm, I'm not ig ignoring those folks that are out there, the ones that are listening to us. I'm sorry we get into these little chit chats and conversations. So uh, welcome to all of you out there, all 28 of you who are listening or 30 or whatever the number is. Um, and uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we are so blessed and so excited that we get to uh, continuing uh, Galatians. Um, we started it a couple of days ago, and uh, it's a little more positive, I think, than Second Corinthians was. It feels like it's a little more uh, uplifting, at least I think uh, is what I'm finding. So, um, but we're just uh, we're just glad and thankful that everybody's out there listening to us and uh, able to join us in this journey, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. So um, do you want to open this up in prayer and we'll just go ahead and uh, dive into this chapter? Yeah. All awesome. right. Lord, God, uh, what an amazing, amazing just father you are. Uh, we come before you now and uh, we love you. We praise you. We bless you, Lord. Um, I want to say a special blessing over all those that are uh, listening or watching us uh, on YouTube and Spotify on Apple Podcasts, Lord. I pray a blessing over those individuals that are deciding to take this journey with us and walk through your word. And most of all, learning uh, to have a daily relationship with you. Uh, it can be sometimes easy to just move along our way uh, seemingly uh lord but we know once we commit to you and and have this daily walk that everything else does become easier lord hmm. um i know that there are some of us that are coming out of a storm lord i know that i am personally and uh, i'm thankful for that and thankful to be able to think straight and, and get get things done and i pray for those that are going into it or in the middle of it lord and that uh let them know that we're here for them and that there are people praying for them and uh, there are people willing to listen and willing to talk lord and i pray guidance on those to find the ones that that are ready to listen and help mm -hmm. uh, i pray that uh, those listeners decide maybe to reach out to us where we can offer advice or, or or just a listening ear whether it be through email through anything lord uh i pray for the grace and the, and the wisdom to be able to to be there for others. Thank you most of all for your son who's died on the cross for our sins, but uh, allows us to, to come in direct communication with you, Lord. And pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. That was lovely. Thank you. I need to hear all that. All right, so we are episode 34.1, and uh, we are in chapter four of Galatians. And uh, again, I'm going to um, give a little shout out to the BibleRef.com. Um, I know Jeremiah is going to put the Bible ver uh, chapter up for us, but BibleRef.com 
uh, has been helping me. I'm sorry, I'm trying to find my camera. Um, uh, has helped me to like kind of understand what these chapters are about. I wish I had known about it sooner. So again, I'm going to say thank you to that person who sent that to me because it's been um, very uh, enlightening to help me understand. So uh, anyway, all right. So let's go ahead and dive into uh, 34.1. And it's chapter four, Galatians. <clears throat> Think of it this way. If a father dies and leaves an inheritance for his young children, those children are not much better off than slaves until they grow up, even though they actually own everything their father had. They have to obey their guardians until they reach whatever age their father set. And that's the way it was with us before Christ came. We were like children. We were slaves to the basic spiritual principles of this world. But when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his own children. And because we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call out, Abba, Father. Now you are no longer a slave, but God's own child. And since you are his child, God has made you his heir. Paul's concern for the Galatians. Before you Gentiles knew God, you were slaves to so-called gods that do not even exist. So now that you know God, or should I say now that God knows you, why do you want to go back again and become slaves once more to the weak, and useless spiritual principles of this world. You're trying to earn favor with God by observing certain days or months or seasons or years. I fear for you. Perhaps all my hard work with you was for nothing. Dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to live as I do in freedom from these things, for I have become like you Gentiles, free from those laws. You did not mistreat me when I first preached to you. Surely you remember that I was sick when I first brought you the good news. But even though my condition tempted you to reject Where is that joyful and grateful spirit you felt then? I am sure you would have taken out your own eyes and given them to me if it had been possible. Have I now become your enemy because I am telling you the truth? Those false teachers are so eager to win your favor, but their intentions are not good. They are trying to shut you off from me so that you will pay attention only to them. If someone is eager to do good things for you, that's all right, but let them do it all the time, not just when I'm with you. Oh, my dear children, I feel as if I'm going through labor pains for you again, and they will continue until Christ is fully developed in your lives. I wish I were with you now so I could change my tone, but at this distance, I don't know how else to help you. Abraham's two children. <clears throat> Tell me, you who want to live under the law, do you know what the law actually says? The scriptures say that Abraham had two sons, one from his slave wife and one from his freeborn wife. The son of the slave wife 
was born in a human attempt to bring about the fulfillment of God's promise. But the son of the freeborn wife was born as God's own fulfillment of his promise. These two women serve as an illustration of God's two covenants. The first woman, Hagar, represents Mount Sinai, where people received the law and enslaved them. And now Jerusalem is just like Mount Sinai in Arabia because she and her children live in slavery to the law. But the other woman, Sarah, represents the heavenly Jerusalem. She is the free woman and she is our mother. As Isaiah said, rejoice, O childless woman, you who have never given birth. Break into a joyful shout, you who have never been in labor. For the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband. And you, dear brothers and sisters, are children of the promise just like Isaac. But you are now being persecuted by those who want to keep the law. Just as Ishmael, the child born by human effort, persecuted Isaac, the child born by the power of the spirit. But what do the scriptures say about that? Get rid of the slave and her son, for the son of the slave woman will not share the inheritance with the free woman's son. So, dear brothers and sisters, we are not children of the slave woman. We are children of the free woman. Oh, that's the end. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I was reading so fast, I didn't highlight enough stuff, I don't think. Um, that's okay. We, we, we got through... <clears throat> My, your voice broke up in verses 13, 14, 15, and 16. So I don't know if that's on the video. So I'll go back and review it. But okay. But well, we'll stop for a few seconds. Well, if it went out, I hope everybody goes back and reads it on their own. Yeah. Um, and just kind of covers it. So um, I didn't start highlighting until two. What about you? Yeah. Same thing. Uh, I, got, I didn't go till three, actually. Okay. So the gist of this first section to me was saying uh, basically that, uh, okay, so let's go back. It says, so if a father dies and leaves his inheritance to his young children, those children are not much better off than slaves until they grow up. Um, they have to obey their guardians until they reach whatever age their father set. And that's the way it was with us before Jesus Christ came. Mm -hmm. So the law was in place to keep us in check, you know, to keep us on the right path. Mm -hmm. And then when Jesus comes and dies on the cross for us, we're, we're freed from those laws. And we live with the, with the promise of, eternity because of what jesus did for us yes right, okay. right. yeah and, and i like how he in verse three says basic spiritual principles of this world like it, it is it's basic like the laws were set as here's here's the base the minimum let's keep things separate and, and stay in the law so that you at least understand the basics that i'm telling you <laughs> i just like that right word. yeah no, that's a, that's good. Um, yeah, and we were like we the, we were like slaves, you know, before we knew Christ. You know, we were slave to the to the world, and you know, 
we were freed, you know, is what it comes down to. And then, and it says in four, I highlighted that whole thing too, but when the right time came, it's on God's time, always, you know, mm -hmm. it's not in our time. God right. sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's it it's such an interesting um comparison that that Paul makes as far as being free and being slaves. And how we've talked about we, you know, we're a slave to sin until Jesus as well. And and so it's a slave, you know, to the world. That's right. That's right. And then God sent his son, sent the spirit of the son into our hearts, prompting us to call it Abba Father. Now you are no longer a slave, but God's own child. And since you are his child, God has made you his heir. So we're heirs, you know. Right. So it kind of all tied in together. You know, he sort of gave a really good illustration of, of what God had intended for us. And it, and it comes into the, when he starts talking about uh, uh, Abraham, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's all tied in together and we're not there yet, but we will get there. So. And I, I, you know, it, it's it's just it's coming into my my head here. It's popping in like the term slave. I know from the Old Testament is really in reference to an indentured servant. So basically, someone that has a debt to pay. Right. Um, right. And so, Christ is God's payment of that debt to get us out of that slavery. That's right. That's exactly right. That's a that's a good analogy. That's perfect. Yeah. That's true. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Um, and then this goes back to Paul's concern for the Galatians, which is what this is all about, that they're trying to go back to the law. Mm -hmm. They're trying to go back to, you know, thinking that they have to go by the law in order to get, uh, you know, free from their sins. And what I was saying, I think yesterday was, you know, we're never going to be good enough. You can't ever, you can't ever follow the laws to the T. They don't even know the laws, which I think he mentions later on. He's like, do you yes. even know, <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, I love that. Do you actually know what it says? I think it's verse 21 here. Yeah, it's kind of, well, I'm not there yet, but yeah. I, I, anyway, so uh, Paul's concern for the Gentiles, before you Gentiles knew God, you were slaves to so-called gods that do not even exist, which is true. Mm -hmm. So now that you know God, or should I say now that God knows you, why do you want to go back and become slaves once more to the weak and useless spiritual principles of this world? You're trying to earn favor with God by observing certain days or months or seasons or years. I fear for you. We can't earn it. There, right. There's no way we can ever be good enough because we have a sinful nature and we all backslide. We all make mistakes. And he's like, you're, you're, there's no way you can't ever be good enough. And why would you want to go back to the law? Right? Yes. Right. Because it's there's it's it's slavery or freedom. Right. You're we a slave of doing things a certain way to try to earn it. And right. You'll never accomplish. Well, and if you go back to reading the laws, if you know, and I, I did that months ago, I can't even remember half of them. It's like, yes, you have to do this on this day. You got to 
kill that and you know drain the blood and you burn it and you blah. I mean there was like so many you can't touch this you can't touch that I mean it was like, <laughs> it's, it's so much stuff there was no way you could possibly follow every letter of the law there's no way yeah so I get it um I went into the next section. I said, you did not mistreat me when I first preached to you. Surely you remember that I was sick when I first brought you the good news. No, you took me in and cared for me as though I were an angel from God or even Jesus Christ himself. So, you know, they believed him. You know, they took him in, right? Yeah. Where is that joyful and grateful spirit you felt then? Um I'm sure you would have taken out your own eyes. I didn't highlight. Oh, yeah, I did highlight that. And given them to me if it had been possible. Have I now become your enemy because I'm telling you the truth? He's like, I'm telling you the truth. I'm not coming here to lie to you. This is what I tell my family all the time. Yeah. I got your back and I don't lie. Mm -hmm. Two very basic things about me <laughs> that you have to know. Um, did you have anything else? No, uh, I didn't highlight anything in there. Okay, because those were the sections that nobody heard, right? That the audio went right, out? Right, okay. I read them, but I, get, I was a little concerned on what was going on, so I didn't highlight it. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I, I, I kind of went over it a little bit, so yeah, yeah. if you didn't catch it the first time, you got it the second time. Yeah. Um, I didn't highlight anything again until 21. Did you highlight anything in between? Um, I just highlighted in 17. Um, they're trying to shut you off from me so that you'll pay attention only to them. Uh, you know, and it, it just reminded me of how unsupportive people are, like just in the everyday life when, when someone discourages you, um, not that they're not speaking truth, but sometimes there are those people that want the attention on themselves and not on anyone else. So that's why they discourage you. Like, oh, don't, don't go do that or don't listen to them. I'm telling, you know, come, come listen to me kind of thing. And so, uh, just discernment and you know, uh, that just caught my eye. Yeah, they, you, you, and this, I, it's not just for them, it's for all of us mm -hmm. to be very aware, like you say, discerning uh, of, of false prophets. You have to be aware of who's, you know, who's in support of you and who's not. And, you know, having that relationship with Jesus is so key because if you're in a relationship with him, he's going to, he's going to make it clear to you who is telling you the truth and who's not telling you the truth. Mm. So you just have to be paying attention and praying about it and continue to just keep hearing what God's got to say to you. Yeah. That's, that's my, my take on it. So, and then I went into Abraham's two children. Did you, mm. are you in that section? Yeah. Yeah. I highlighted there. Do you not know what the law actually says? <laughs> yeah. Tell me, who who yeah. who wants to live under the law? Do you actually know it? Yeah. Um, and then it goes on to talk about uh, Hagar. And mm. I don't even think, oh, he does mention Sarah. So, so if anybody doesn't know the story of Hagar and Sarah, Sarah was barren. We'll tell you real quick. Sarah was barren. She couldn't have kids. So she went to Abraham and said, and even though God had already promised to Abraham, Right. Uh, that he was going to make his nation huge. She steps in and she convince him, convinces him to go sleep with Hagar so he can have a son with her. So that's man, you know, trying to take things into the, his, his own hands. And with that, 
and I don't know all of the, the history of the Israelites and that whole Middle Eastern nation. I'm not completely 100% versed on it, but this is where the division is. So then Sarah gets pregnant by Abraham with Isaac. So you've got Ishmael and Isaac. And so Ishmael is the one born, right, in slavery. Right, and then you've right. got Isaac who's born into freedom. So that's the story there. So I just kind of gave it in a little nutshell. But that's where uh, I think what I understand is that's where the, the the discord is over in the Middle East. It stems from those two. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. So I did. I, I only know because I, I just I just read it in the other Bible study I'm doing. <laughs> so and again, I, I don't know. Like I have to go to my husband for the nitty gritty stuff, because he's really good with that kind of, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm not good with it. So, um, so did you have anything else in that section there? Um, well, I highlighted, um, just about Hagar representing slavery and then Sarah, you know, rejoice the old childless woman. You have never given birth, break into your joyful shout for you have been in, uh, you've never been in labor. And for the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband. So, I mean, it's, it's just going back to that story of, like you said it, you know, man taking things into their own hands as opposed to letting God in his timing bless you. Yeah. Okay, so I thought it was kind of cool how he says Hagar represents Mount Sinai. So Mount Sinai is where... Moses used to go, like he got the Ten Commandments from. So right. that's the law, right? Mm -hmm. That's where the law came from. So Hagar represents Mount Sinai, but then you've got Sarah represents, and I'm underlining it, the heavenly Jerusalem, the freedom, right? Right. She is the free woman and she is our mother, uh, as Isaiah said. And then, of course, what you just read through. So I thought that, I thought that was kind of a cool little comparison there. Yeah. And then I underlined 29. Did you do that? Uh, I actually didn't underline 29. I like that we are children of the of the promise, just like Isaac. We are children of the, just like Isaac, yeah. But you are now being persecuted by those who want to keep the law, just as Ishmael, the child born by human effort, persecuted Isaac, the child born by the power of the spirit. Yeah. So you're listening to the people of, that are on, likening the, to Ishmael, right? Yeah. And you shouldn't be. You should be listening to the people of Isaac, mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. Okay. So, and then the last thing I underlined was um, get rid of the slave and her son for the son of the slave woman will not share the inheritance with the free woman's son you, it's kind of like i think i'm going to say this out loud and if anybody has something to say about it they can email us um get rid of the slave and her son for the son of the slave woman will not share the inheritance it's you can't you can't um listening to the law and trying to have faith in Christ. It's two separate issues, right? 
Yes. Am I saying that right? Well, <laughs> I don't know if it's your internet or mine, but. Did I go I, out again? Yes. Oh, I heard like the very last out. sentence. The last sentence sounded good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting. See, I'm telling you, Satan's all over this day. I'm, he just keeps interjecting. Yeah. I don't think it's mine. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Is it still stopping? No. You're here now. Oh, that's so weird. Maybe because you had that little, uh, maybe the Bible verse was interfering with it. Maybe. All right. Well, it's going to be an interesting listen for whoever's out there listening. But that's, you know, that's just Satan trying to throw a monkey wrench into everything. Anyway, it's always good stuff. I mean, you know, have like I said yesterday, it's all about faith. And, you know, faith in Christ and not the law. That's yeah. what it comes down to. You so know? it's what I caught on the tail in there. It's just very interesting. So one of my favorite songs um, is by the, Bob Dylan. I'm a huge Bob Dylan fan. Um, but he wrote a song called Gotta Serve Somebody. And, you know, I, I think it's that's what you were saying. You're either going to serve the law or you're going to serve Christ. Yeah, you can't serve two gods. That's what I said. Two masters, right. So, yeah, and that's what the whole song's about. You know, you, you're going to serve something or someone, and it, it might be the devil or it might be the Lord, but you're, you're going to choose one. You can't serve them both. That's right. Uh, which is the gist of the song. And it's just, you know, uh, I thought it was a good song. It is a good song, and it says exactly what we're reading here. You know, I mean, I find... If, if you really pay attention to things out there in the world, you will find biblical principles everywhere in song and not just like religious songs, not just, you know, Christian songs. You'll find, you know, references. I think we talked about this when we were reading. Uh, I always go back to this because it's one of my favorite things. But in Matthew, uh, red skies at night, sailors delight, red skies in morning, sailors take warning. I mean, you know, I've been saying that for years and years and years. My mother used to say it. I don't think she even knew that it came from the Bible, seriously, but she would say it. And, you know, I just thought, you know, those are, but those are references. You find references in, uh, what was it, the uh, Do Everything? There's a season. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all, mm-hmm. that's from the Bible. Yeah. You know, and people, people didn't even realize it. You know, they're like, I mean, some people did, obviously, but yeah. anyway, pay attention because there's, you know, God's everywhere listening to us. So, so that, what do we do? Do we, it's been a whole week. What do we, uh, we're going to do, uh, we'll invite everybody who has not made a decision for Jesus first. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't made a decision to uh, serve Christ, and believe that he is your Lord and Savior. Uh, this is your moment that you get to do that. We'll say the prayer. It's not a magic prayer. It's uh, all about you and your relationship uh, with Christ and accepting him into your heart. So we're going to uh, say the prayer. And if you're a believer, say it with us uh, just to reaffirm uh, your faith. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus, 
It's his perfect and spotless blood that he shed on the cross that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So if you said that for the first time, and I say this every day, mm -hmm. congratulations and welcome into the the brotherhood, the inheritance that we were just talking yes, about, the inheritance that. that Jesus gave to us because he died on the cross. So uh, Jeremiah and I both uh, encourage you to get to a church, uh, get to a pastor and uh, navigate to the next uh, step that you, uh, if you have questions, they'll be happy to answer them for you and uh, get you involved. Yes. Um, mark it in your Bible that today was the day that you received Jesus and uh, put a dog ear on it so you know that today was the day and uh, start living for Christ. Exactly. That's what we need to do. So, so we talked about the little things. Neither one of us really had a, a, a subject, but it popped into my head uh, since last week was all about um, your your mental health. Yeah. Uh, I brought up uh, that we should talk about um, taking care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So uh, you were actively doing that last week. So. Um, you can't help people if you're not feeling, hang on a second, my phone's ringing. <laughs> you can't hear it as humming. Okay. Um, so yeah, you can't take care of others if you're not taking care of yourself. Right. Yeah. It, it, it would, last week was, would have been so, it was hard for me to try to even remotely think about anybody else, let alone try to take care of anybody else. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, I mean, if you're not in, you know, and and the older you get, trust me, uh, the harder it is, uh, you know, to keep up on stuff. So, <laughs> but make those, I know right now amongst this whole COVID thing that it's hard to get doctor appointments, but keep at it. It took me five months to get to my OBGYN. So, and I'm just being, you know, flat out, you know, just like you were being transparent i you know it's what women have to do they have to go men have to do it too they got to go do their stuff so but anyway um it took me five months and uh i find i just you know they first i i my doctor that i had two years ago left so i had to find a new one and i research my doctors i don't just like willy-nilly go to anybody i start like looking up you know where they went to school um you know what their reviews are all that stuff. I, I check it all out. And um, so I found this one doctor. I made an appointment with her. It was supposed to be like, I don't know, six weeks ago. Oh, no, I don't know. They call me up. We have to reschedule. Oh, she's going on maternity leave. Oh, she went on maternity leave already. So <laughs> we have to give you to another doctor. So they say, oh, do you want to go see you? They're both great doctors. They're new doctors. They just came in. I'm like, okay. So I took this one doctor on just, you know, whatever. That's fine. It was the soonest appointment I could get. I looked up her information. Turns out she came from Gainesville, Florida, which is where I lived for like I don't know, 12 or 14 years. So we had sort of a little common ground that we got to. Yeah. Yeah. But that was kind of cool. So, yeah. So go take care of yourselves. Get to doctors. Yes. Walk, 
exercise. My husband has a saying, pain loves movement is my husband's saying. And so that is true. Uh, <laughs> isn't never that horrible? That. Pain loves movement. Oh, yeah. that's great. <laughs> I'm going to use that. <clears throat> I love that. I knew you I do feel better when I'm moving. So even if you just walk, you know, a mile, just get yeah. out and walk for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. I saw, I don't know if you're friends with, I don't know if I'm allowed to say her name, but an, an old coworker from CBC, the, the lady that ran the women's uh, ministry. Do you remember who I'm talking about? I hope I remember this person. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So she's on a trek. She went to Spain to do that. Yes. Walk. You know who I'm talking about, right? I do know now who you're talking about. Yes. And she's at least 10 years older than me, I think. Yeah. I'm thinking if she could do it, I could. I've been wanting to do that since I saw the movie, uh, The Way. Did you see The Way with uh, Martin Sheen? I did not. I know The Mandalorian Way. What is that? This is The Way. You never remove your helmet. And Oh, Mandalorian. Oh, that's Star Wars. Yeah, no, I don't know that. <laughs> I digress. Sorry. <laughs> you did digress. So, okay, so real quick, uh, it is, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the Santiago something, the pilgrimage. Mm -hmm. So the movie The Way with Martin Sheen is about, and Emilio Estevez, his son in real life, directed it and had a small part in it. He He's the son in the movie as well. And he, I guess he tried to do the pilgrimage and he died on the pilgrimage. So Martin Sheen goes to collect up his ashes and decides to go ahead and finish out the walk for oh, his son, carrying his ashes. Interesting. It's really a good movie. And then there's another movie and I cannot remember the name of it, but I think it's this like group of five. I don't know if they're just friends or if they're priests. And they um, get in shape to do this pilgrimage. It's like a 500 mile walk. Wow. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. And you, they, they, you break it up into days or I don't know how, and you stay at hostels and you do this, this walk. Anyway, that's what, uh, our friend is doing right now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Get I, moving. I, yeah. I saw a movie called hostel and I don't want to stay in a hostel. Yeah, I heard that was a scary movie. Yeah. Actually, I didn't see it. I just heard it was scary. Yeah, I don't I don't watch scary movies. Actually, you know, if you turn the volume off of scary movies, they're not scary at all. Yeah, music has a big like yeah. influence on that. Yeah. The yeah. the noise that they like all of it, not just the music, but like sound effects, mm -hmm. the noises, all that stuff. That is what puts you on edge influences that yeah yeah so if you watch it without the volume on <laughs> you're not scared <laughs> that's so funny oh my gosh anyway well i think that you still have work to do uh sure yeah i do, yeah. I do. and i have to go pick up gabriel in 45 minutes so uh so again, all of you out there that are listening, uh, all you new listeners, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to keep plugging along, getting those videos up on uh, YouTube and uh, looking forward to a couple of weeks from now, we're 
we're going to do uh, maybe one or two sessions together, which will be fun. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I am really looking forward to it. It's going to be really fun. I was yeah. thinking maybe Sharon might want to even join in on that. Maybe we'll have a guest come and, and hang out with us. I don't know if we're allowed to do that or not. You sure, why not? Yeah, a big party. No, not a party. Well, um, y'all, my kitchen's a mess, so it's not back together yet. So um, you have to bring food. I can bring food. <laughs> Didn't you invite me over for dinner? I That was before everything happened here. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So. Well, that's all right. We'll have to, yeah, we'll work it out. No, I'll I'll take right. it out. I'm I'm looking forward to to for you coming here and and we get to spend a little bit of time together. So me too, me yeah. too. It's been way too long and uh, it's been years, literally years since we've seen yes. each other, like in person. So, yeah. uh, so again, thank you so much to all of you out there listening. Um, we pray that you all have a wonderful uh, morning, noon, night, which is what I always say. I sound like the the Truman Show when I do that, don't I? <laughs> that's all right we're regressing all over the place so anyway y'all have a great weekend thank you again for listening and i will see you on monday and i'll see you next week all right bye <laughs>